What up, what up, what up? You are now listening to the Art of Winning podcast with yours truly, Eddie Smith Gordon, and the one and only Mr. Amazing himself, the Yoko Taylor. And we got an awesome show. Ready for you to What's going on, world? It's your boy, Eddie Truck Gordon. We are here at the Art of Winning podcast show. Got my awesome, amazing uh, co host, Mr. Yoko Taylor. And today, I'm super excited. We have a special guest. I'm yes, sir. Not- I'm going to skip all the intros and go straight to this man. <laughs> Second, Miyoko told me we had Mr. Billy Nubs on the on the, the show. I was blown away because I'm a big fan of his on Instagram. I stalk him a little bit. So welcome to the show. <laughs> so, Miyoko, you want to lead us off with the first question? I know that um, I know you've been been salivating yeah i've actually um i I follow billy for a while um we would like each other's posts on instagram and um one of the things when i actually talked to them talked to him the other day is i didn't know how young he was when he actually became an entrepreneur i think um i think what are you 27 billy yeah 27 now and and how long have you been an entrepreneur when did you start your journey to entrepreneurship 13 years ago 13 (laughs) years ago man 14 years old like that's that's what this show is all about, man. It's it's not. We have a saying on here, Billy, that success has no age limit, and uh, we bring on guests it. all the time. I mean, some of them are forty, some of them are fifty, some of them are 12, 13, 14, 27. It really doesn't matter. So, yeah, give us a little bit a bit of backstory, man. How'd you get into entrepreneurship at such a young age, man? I mean, you were a kid, still a kid. Yeah. Huh? So, <laughs> you know, my. Uh, you know, back in the day, my two biggest motivators were, you know, one, I was a, I was a really fat kid. Like I was really overweight back in the day. Um, so I had a, I always had a hard time with girls and, um, you know, two, I was broke. So no one wanted to hang out with a fat broke kid. So I had to fix both of those things. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, just being real about it. So, you know, me and a, a buddy of mine, I uh, can't even remember what grade we were in at 14, but, you know, we started a, uh, a started mowing people's lawns in this rich neighborhood. Um, and you know, we had one client to begin with, so we would just be there, spend all day, like make his lawn look immaculate. And you know, after a couple weeks of that, you know, his neighbors took notice and they, you know, asked us to do theirs. And it kind of just started to spread like wildfire after a couple weeks. And you know, uh, before we knew it, we had almost the whole neighborhood, you know, just we were servicemen and uh, you know, one, it was getting me out. I was mowing lawns and trimming hedges. So I was, you know, out there sweating and losing weight. But at the <laughs> same time, I was also making a bunch of money. So it was exactly what I was, exactly what I was trying to accomplish. That That's awesome, man. And your story resonates with me, man, because I tell everybody, you know, I was overweight myself. And I got a funny thing that I picked up on the way. Nobody wants to buy, buy from the fat guy. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> The crazy thing, but that's what I use, you know, to motivate me. And the fact that at such a young age, you had that mindset, right? Spirit, I think that's phenomenal. That's what we're missing, you know, this day and age. All of our kids now, young society. Miyoko touched on it. Success has no age limit, and I actually enjoy having our younger, uh, uh, our younger guests on the show. Not the fact that they feel old. But they, they, they have that spirit, that passion, that purpose that's going to lead, hopefully, the next generation of entrepreneurs because kids are our future. Absolutely. I mean, 
I mean, what did what? This is just an amazing story to me because I think all of us have some experience with mowing lawns. I mean, when we were younger, that was <laughs> a way to get some extra cash. But you took it one step further. You took it from mowing lawns to starting an enterprise, to starting a business. So what what what, what drove you to that point? Because it's like almost like that that was a natural transition from you and for you into entrepreneurship. So um, for those of our younger listeners, what drove you to that point to actually start a business? To be completely honest, like I didn't know what I was doing back then. I didn't really realize I was starting a business. To me, it was just, you know, a way to make some money. Um, and then, you know, as as we got our our first request, you know, it wasn't even a referral. It was like someone asked us to do their lawn. You know, I started to realize I was like, oh, like, okay, now we're providing a service. Like, I, I see what we're doing here. And, you know, when that light bulb went off, it, it just kind of, it just kind of sparked like a wildfire and i was like all right cool let's provide this service to as many people as possible and uh see how big we can get this thing and you know we we ended up selling it for six figures actually to a competitor uh, when we were both 15. so at 15 years old you sold a company for six figures i want everybody to listen to this (laughs) this young man at 15 years old sold his first company for six figures and let me tell you something, that Billy, you are the man, man. I tell you what, I nothing drives me more crazy than when people make excuses. And the worst excuse that, that, that I can never, never let settle is there's no opportunity. Besides the fact that, that you're a go-getter, go-getter, you know, tell these listeners, you know, what was like some of the, I don't know, what is the, some of the clues that, that you saw there was an opportunity? Was it your neighbor's lawn was jacked up? Like, please, please tell us what was that? What was that? That, that one clue that that hit home for you? It ignited that fire. So it was really, you know, I I just looked around at what I had available. You know, I had a, you know, it was actually my buddy's parents' lawnmower that we like rented from them. Um, you know, we had a little bit of cash built up so we could buy like the gas and oil and all the stuff that we needed. And we just figured, you know, like these are essentially the tools that we have available to us at 14. How can we turn these into, how can we turn these into some money? And, you know, mowing lawns is really all you can really do with that kind of stuff. So that was jump number one. You know, it's it's interesting. It's, it's, no, go ahead, man. You know how we interject on the show. I know. But but it's, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting because oftentimes you hear the people that make excuses like, I don't have enough available. Like I have to go out and get what I need to become successful. What I love about Billy's story is that he looked at his existing resources. And this is yeah. something that we don't do enough of. Sometimes we feel like uh, the resource is actually outside of our environment or outside of what we have right at our disposal. So I love the fact that it wasn't even your lawnmower, it was a friend's lawnmower. But you say, you know what, there's an idea, there's a vision developing, so we're gonna get it done. So you utilize, the question you ask yourself is, how can we use our existing resources to get us to where we wanna be? And I think that's really, really important for the audience to understand because a lot of people are sitting on very uh, amazing things, sitting on greatness, sitting on opportunity to really be successful and get to that next level, but they're waiting on something else other than what's right in front of them. So I think that's an awesome, awesome thing that you just pointed out, just having the resources. Now, what has led you up to what you're doing now? Because right now you're doing some really amazing things. So. Um, Segue us into where Billy Nubs is right now as an entrepreneur and what some of the amazing things he's doing. Yeah, so, you know, um, 
after after we left the whole like landscaping business, uh, we got into graphic design a little bit. It was you know I I was a little art kid when I was little, so you know got into graphic design and started redesigning uh, companies where uh, companies logos that are around Elizabeth City, North Carolina, which is where mm-hmm. I. You know, grew up and um you know same thing happened you know we did it for somebody somebody really liked your logo um you know kind of again just spread like wildfire and same situation you know year and a half later we ended up selling the company for another six figures so okay i gotta stop you right here gotta stop you right here hold your thought okay not only did he sell his first company for six figures at 15 turns around and sells his second company ladies and gentlemen, for another six figures, all right? So I just want to make sure you understand, this guy sold two companies for six figures, and he's under 17 at the time, all right? Billy, Billy, you know what's blowing my mind? You're so much smarter than me, and I went to Ford University, got a double major, so we had an opportunity to sell on the way up, and we got greedy. And the fact that you have that wisdom to sell the company on the rise, like, I, I'm blown away. I'm, I, I, as I keep getting deeper and deeper with your story, I'm getting more and more fascinated with, with your mindset. Because, you know, was this taught to you from like a, a parent, a sibling, a friend, a mentor? Because I think mentorship is huge. How did you get all of this business wisdom as such a young woman? I mean, you know, I actually didn't get into mentorship until a couple years ago. I, I really didn't even understand the importance of it. Um, you know, when that stuff happened, it was just kind of natural, like just train of thought, like, okay, here's what I have. What can I do with this kind of thing? That's always been my situation. And it's just, you know, see what I have around me, figure out what I can do with it. And, you know, if a viable option pops up, try to make it happen. And that's really, that's really like the secret to everything that I've done is just look around, figure it out, make it happen. I love entrepreneurship, man. Entrepreneurship. I think I think that I keep it simple, stupid is is the first thing that comes to mind for me because I feel like you know as a professional athlete we overthink training, we overthink this, we overthink this love, just go with the flow and you just making you know making it happen what you got around you and I feel like it's the same transition with business. You're having tons of success at a young age because you're not overthinking it like us adults do. Sometimes right. you want to make wait till everything is perfect and in reality. Nothing's ever going to be perfect. I think oh, realize what you master is that you're grabbing the bull by its horns, you're grabbing the resources around you, and you're just literally creating your own destiny, which I think is phenomenal. I mean, I, I would I would attribute a ton of it to my parents, you know, as far as kind of that the mindset. You know, I, I have a amputation on my left arm, but you know, when I was growing up, they treated it no differently. They were like okay go figure out the monkey bars if you want to do the monkey bars go figure out this if you want to do that you know just essentially pretending like i never had you know uh, a missing limb so they always just taught me to be resourceful from day one and you know just kind of took that mindset and accelerated it but you know just getting in that mindset you know thinking about it now i really would attribute most of that to my parents and i think you said something really really important most people would think because of your situation, you were at a disadvantage, but you were, have been able to accomplish more than people with two limbs, with both of their hands, 
Um, and, and I think that's something that I really, really want to point out because there are some people out there listening that may feel that they're at a disadvantage, maybe some of the similar situations as you or they're in particular environments, um, issues that they're dealing with. At the end of the day, there is no excuse to why you cannot be successful and why you can't take action because there's always wow. some way that you can break through. Yeah, like uh, who was it? Bill Gates that said, you know, if you're if you're born poor, it's not your fault. If you die poor, it's 100% your fault. I mean, one of the biggest quotes. Yeah, I mean, you know, that applies to everybody. I, I fully believe, you know, everybody that's of sound mind and body, you know, not even fully sound body, clearly, but, you know, in both of those situations, you can create some success for yourself. It's it's just absolutely well. well you're what that success is. You're a big you're a big testament of having the right mindset because me and Eddie talk about mindset so many times. Mindset is so important. You can have an able body, all your limbs, health, all that stuff. If your mindset is like not there, if it's not in a space where you're resourceful and you're not thinking clearly and you're not going going after the particular things that you need to do to be successful then it doesn't matter what you can do physically because at the end of the day it's what's up here man i mean it's what's up here this is what's going to going to um, produce those results that you want in relationships in your business um every area of your life man if your mind's not right then everything's going to come crashing down eventually and that's what most people do not understand man I think so many times we always focus on building up the body, building up the body. People lift weights, do cardio, do all that stuff. But we always forget about the most powerful muscle we have in our body, and that's the brain. It's our big computer. We gotta worry about what's above the shoulders. And now, after I learned your story, Billy, and I started doing some research, and I, I, I saw a huge, huge comparison between you and Icky Johnson. Most people don't realize or know who Icky Johnson is, but he lost his right arm in a football accident. And most people felt sorry for him, felt bad for him. And he and he was literally supposed to be a projected first round draft pick. Yes. And he paid so many lives. I feel like you're doing the same exact thing. And I see a key, uh, a key um, similarity, which is adversity. And I always preach opportunity, always you know, rears its head and, and, and adversity. And that's exactly what you do. You you take your surroundings, you take your environment, and and you make it happen. And I think that is huge. I think that's a huge, huge, you know, attribute for success. I don't care what you did, whether it's cutting lawns, mowing hair, mowing hair, doing hair. <laughs> <laughs> but I think whatever you put your mind to, you're gonna always achieve. And I feel like you now the world's on notice, man, because I'm telling you right now. I think you are the next big thing. And that's our super entrepreneur because like we don't want to have the you know, the, the, the Daryl Adams and all the, all of the guys that's already established already because you know what? We don't want to piggyback on them. We want to find that diamond in the rough and you're already sprouting. Like you are right. you're already on, on the verge of greatness, man. So kudos to you, man. Awesome. So so let me ask you, Billy. Man, All right. I'm, so I'm honored to hear that. Thank you, guys. So so what are you what are you doing now? I mean, you took us from the, the um, company that you, you started mowing lawn, sold that for six figures, and I have to point that out again at the age of fifteen, by the way. And then before he was seventeen, he went to another company, um, graphic design, and sold that for another six figures. So now what is Billy Nubs doing at the 
ripe age of 27. What do you have going on and what can people look forward from you in the future? So, um, you know, over since October 2015, I've, uh, I've run a company called Fire Media Group. And what it is, it's a, uh, a brand development firm. So we help businesses all over the world figure out exactly how to connect with their audience and mm. convert them to customers. So with that, you know, it essentially became our machine to just do anything with, you know, any business that we got a hold of, we already knew exactly what to do to get them customers. So we've just been on a rampage, just, you know, as many, as many businesses as we can possibly help, that's exactly what we want to do. And, you know, what that's led us into is, you know, building up a, um, uh, a nice little nest egg and then launching another company called Fire Investments, where we, you know, we're putting a lot of money into humanitarian type efforts, um, you know, doing some relief work, doing some uh, nice. child development work, um, you know, just trying to help at-risk youth, things like that. Because um, to me, you know, it doesn't matter how much money you have, it's, it's how you spend it, you know, and if you're spending it for good, then it's just, it's going to create more money for you in the long run. It's always how it works somehow. So, you know, that's what we're doing right now. And, um, you know, we have a, a third a third company called Ignite Events where we're in, it's funny, everything's like fire theme. It's just gonna happen that way. <laughs> but, you know, we have a, a third company called Ignite Events and uh, we're getting into concert production. I'm really trying to do a lot of um, like visual art work um, as far as like you know, creating 3D projections that mass like entire concert crowds and things like that. Um, that's, you know, getting into a lot of that, the fun techie side of things because, you know, and between those three things, I mean, that's a, a full day for me. Absolutely. So you've got a lot of things on the rise, man. Not only just, um, you know, a lot of the things in the entrepreneur space, but in the humanitarian space, which is always awesome. Um, so you said, Billy, you said so many things that, that resonates to me, man, because I tell people all the time, I tell me about how many lives I could actually change. That's like the reason I started the Eddie Truck Warner Foundation. So everything that you're saying, it hits home with me and it resonates. I, you gotta tell us get some information on your company, where they can find you, where they can follow you. Because you now when I hear a story like you, man, I want it, it that needs to go viral. I right. see doing foolishness go viral on World Star and, and all this <laughs> yeah. stuff. And it's nuts. You know, I tell people we like to watch car accidents too much. I don't have to turn on the news because I like to hear good, positive things. And you're just that. The world needs to know about Billy Nubs. And I'm going to be singing your praise you know, from the top of a tower. But let the listeners know where they can follow you, where they can get more information, where they can donate, uh, all that fun stuff. Yeah, so, you know, I'm on essentially every social platform that exists right now. Um, my username is the same, just Billy Nubs, B-I-L-L-Y-N-U-B-Z. You know, and uh, that's... That's me. I'm I'm everywhere. So if you look that up on any platform, you'll you'll find me. Okay. So before you go, man, we do this on every show. Uh, yeah, when when me and Eddie, when me and Eddie are on the show, we always issue the audience a challenge because I believe motivation isn't enough. Motivation without action is simply just hype. So we got to give them something that they can apply to themselves, something that they can evaluate. All right. So. Mr. Billy Nubs. I got to call you Mr. Man. You got a lot going. <laughs> um, so, Mr. Billy Nubs, what do you want to leave with the audience and all those people listening? Give them a challenge. Give them something that they can do to better their life right now. 
So can I can I give a two part challenge? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Absolutely. Two companies, the six figures, so you can do a three part challenge. That's right. (laughs) All right. Let's make it real complicated. (laughs) All right. So you know, part part one of my challenge would definitely be figure out your current top five goals. Like really figure them out. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're trying to make six figures next quarter, if you're trying to you know get in the best shape of your life, if you're trying to do this that doesn't matter just figure out exactly what the most five important things are to you and write them down and write it down a ton of times and leave these little notes all over the fucking place. Sorry to curse, but I just get hype on this. I do it to myself. So, (laughs) so, you know, I've got my top five goals written on the bathroom mirror. I've got a sticky note next to my, you know, next guest. I've got one on both lamps, you know, next to my bed. I've got them literally everywhere. So I, every every time I look at it, I'm constantly reminded of you know what's driving me currently. So you know I, I challenge everybody to figure out what those things are, and as you accomplish them, you know keep that list updated. Always have a list of five or six that you're just constantly you know growing and 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 reaching for. But the second thing would be before you go to bed every night, plan your tomorrow. Figure out figure out your whole day. You know it'll it. Some it sounds complicated, but you know you can do it. I'll do it off my phone in in five minutes. You know, get my entire next day figured out. But that way, you wake up. You don't wake up in any fog of you know what's going on today. What what do I need to accomplish? You already know what your goals are because they should be all over the house. And then you know, second, your day's already planned, so you know there's nothing to muddy you up. So you just get up and go. And nice. if you put if you put yourself in that situation, man, I mean, you can be on fire every day. Nice. You guys have heard it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have heard it from Mr. Billy Nubs. Truck, I'm going to let you close out, man. You have any uh, feedback, any comments? I'm, I'm blown away, man. That, you know, the thing I love the most about that is there's no room for, for, for fog, like Billy said. There's no room for confusion. It's almost like when people are ready to diet. You feel crap. You don't have to worry about the, the, the obstacles of, of all that bad food that's around you. Oh, if we do meal prep and lose weight, why can't we life prep with that? That's dope. I love it. Mm. I'm taking the challenge, Billy. I'm like, I'm, I'm fired Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Me too. Mind oh, prep. Mm. Hey, that's like we talked about. I mean, it all starts in the mind. So, you know, try to get that straight first and everything else will follow. Love it. That's dope. Well, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in this week to the Art of Winning Show. We have the one and only Billy Nub. Make sure you go and follow him every single social media platform. Yes. <laughs> Facebook, all that fun stuff. And stay tuned because I have a weird feeling that this guy's business is going to be more on fire. Like Ignite, it's going to be Ignite Everything. That's the, that's the next <laughs> Ignite Everything. 